message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message. The background is that a very notable prince is coming and is going to select for himself his queen. Just like in the days of Esther, when the king put away Vashti and he wanted another queen, he called for the, 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 the princesses, the, the brides, the beautiful ladies in the community. Now, an occasion like this has arrived for the young ladies in this community. The bridegroom is coming. Prepare. The only thing is that we don't know when he will land in town. He could land in town anywhere. But if you want to meet with him, you must be at a specific spot. Leave your house and come to this specific spot with your lights on when darkness comes. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Verse 2. Now, five of them were wise and five were foolish. <laughs> Who will see the bridegroom? Five of them were wise. The other five were considered foolish. What brought about the distinction? Because all of them knew about the coming of the bridegroom. All of them desired to meet with the bridegroom. All of them prepared themselves to go and meet. It's just that nobody knew when the bridegroom would arrive, but whenever he arrived, whoever is there to meet with him, he goes with them. Now we are told five of the ten were wise, five were foolish. Verse 3, Matthew 25, verse 3. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Of course, they filled their lamps when they were going, and they said to themselves, oh, the, the oil that is in the lamp can carry us through. And so they held their lamps. I think it's the kind of lamp we were using when I was in the village. The lantern with the shade, you call it shade, the glass shade. And then there's a base where you put kerosene. And then there's a wick. You remember that kind of something? Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, verse 3. Those who were foolish took their lamps, but they took no oil with them. Verse 4. But the wise took oil in their vessels, and they took extra oil for themselves. So the story continues. They waited and waited and waited, and the bridegroom was not coming. 
as you are in the waiting room, your light must be on. So all the ten had lamp, their lamps burning. All the ten had their lamps burning. And then the bridegroom didn't come. He didn't come. He didn't come until the oil in the lamp began to go down. Then the foolish ones, they realized that the power in their light was going down. They needed more oil. So they turned to the other. Sister, I saw you. You brought one gallon of kerosene. Can I have some so that we can all wait together? And then the wife said, Abu, it's not like that. It's not like that at all. It's not, it's, look, this one is not community affair. This one is each one for, that's all. He said, so that we can all wait together. I said, who knows when the man is coming? Who knows? So if I give you, mine finishes at, ah. And the man, whoever he goes with, he's going to select only one. You want me to miss my chance? So five of them, even though they were enlisted, they had to leave the camp to go and look for oil. Whilst five prepared themselves to meet the bridegroom, and prepared extra should he come late. Do you know what happened? When the five who didn't carry extra oil were out in the city looking for oil, that's when the bridegroom came. Can you imagine? So when they came, the bridegroom saw only five maids and then went away with them. Then the other five came. But by the time they came, the man had come and gone. This is likened to opportunities that come our way and how we position ourselves to ride on the wings of such opposition. And the Bible calls that wisdom. If you are able to prepare yourselves for possible mishaps, if you can look into the future and position yourself to overcome all temporary disenablements, then you are considered wise. The wise prepare for the possibility of mishaps. And because of that, they do not miss their golden opportunities in life. Anyone that is able to prepare himself, and Jotham became mighty in life because he prepared his ways before the Lord his God, before the Lord his God. The directions that the word of God gave him, he prepared himself in such ways. And so he grew to become a mighty person. Brethren, you were born great. You were born mighty. The circumstances and opportunities that has made people rise to the top, they are the same circumstances and opportunities that you and I live in. But some do make it, others don't make it. Five virgins lost their opportunity. Five virgins gained that opportunity and went forward. The wise prepare for the possibility of mishaps 
And because of that, they do not miss their golden opportunities in life. So what is wisdom? Positioning yourself to take advantage of the opportunities that come our way. Positioning yourself to take advantage of the opportunities that come our way. Praise the Lord. It is so critical. It is so important. Some people just think speaking in tongues, going to camps, doing all those things. Is, no, 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 no. You have to have your eyes open, praise God, and then look for the opportunities and look for the possi possible disadvantages. Disenable them. And then you ride on the wings of opportunities. Praise God. Very, very important. When you prepare yourself against whatever will not make you gain advantage of the possibilities that come your way. Let me read this scripture, then we'll continue. Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6. These are wisdom principles that we should know, we should understand, we should operate by. They are wisdom principles that every now and then you should be, be conversant with them. Every now and then. These scriptures, every now and then you should be conversant with them. Then the rain will fall, the floods will come, the winds will blow, but your life will still be going forward. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Go to the ant, you lazy person. How can a human being go to an ant? Because an ant is a wise animal, if it is an animal. You know an ant, as tiny as it is, God sees wisdom in him. Why? Look at what makes the ant worthy of study. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise as it is wise. Consider her ways and be wise. Now, what does the ant do? The ant has no captain. The ant has no overseer. The ant has no ruler. That is verse 7. But verse 8, he provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. It is this same principle, Joseph, when he became prime minister of Egypt. It is this same principle. <laughs> it looks simple, but that is what made Joseph, Joseph. The king has seen a dream, a dream of seven lean cows. And then he saw another of fat cows, and to his amazement and he, to his surprise, he saw the lean cows eating up the fat cows. And after they had eaten the fat cows, they still remained lean. So the fatness of the fat cows was inside them, and it still made them lean. So the king was perplexed. He said, what does this mean? Joseph said, oh king, live forever. This is the meaning of the, the lean cows represent lean years. The fat cows represent bountiful harvest. First, there will be bountiful harvest. 
of seven years. After that, there will come lean farming time of seven years. And for your information, everything that the harvest time produced in the seven years of leanness, they'll be wiped away. And nobody will remember that there used to be some time that there was so much food. So king, if you want to survive, if you want to survive, make sure that in the bountiful harvest time, have sufficient in store. Have sufficient. Look, the practical application of these things is some of you are working. You are working young. All right? They are paying you salary. You are not saving. You are not doing anything. It is when you are 58, then you look around and say, hey, I'm going on pension. Where will I go and stay? But they have been paying you for 30 years. Ah, Bishop, you don't know. My salary has never been sufficient for me. Who in this world has had his salary sufficient for him? Ask me if my salary is sufficient for me. You get the point? So the time that they are paying, put something aside. It's as simple as, it is wisdom. Go to the ant. Doesn't have a captain, doesn't have an overseer, doesn't have a ruler, doesn't have any of those things. And yet, summertime, you see the ants coming. They nibble on your sugar, they nibble on your food, they become a nuisance to you. No, they are wise. They are packing food. When it is summertime and they have to bury themselves deep in their holes, there is still plenty to eat. Why are you still poor after working for 30 years? Do you know very, very interestingly, there are some people here that have worked for 20 years plus, but don't have 20,000. True or false? True or false? It's not your shabre at all. It is you not applying the wisdom of the ant. Why is your salary not sufficient for you? What about those that are not earning salary? So even if you are earning 600, God says 10% is mine to ensure that you live well in all of those things. Then take the next 10% and put it down. Little drops of water, that's what. Do you know that? So why are you still hungry? Ah, Bishop, yes, I a thing. So that is the principle. Go to the ant. The principle of savings. The principle of making sure that you, you, you save. You may not have sufficient today, but there are those that don't have at all and still they are living. So even if you have 500, take a tenth of it and put down. It may not be worth anything. You, you are not doing it because if, 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 if I put 50 CDs down, is 50 CDs the one that is going to build the house for me? Hallelujah. Amen. I want to introduce a book for you that I have titled Wisdom for Abundance. It's a book that I wrote some years back. We ran short of it, but I have reprinted and today I want every one of you to take a copy so that you will know that you can make it in spite of. You can make it whether your family is where they have the seven gods of your village buried. You can still make it. 
whether they have told you that ever since you were born, nobody before you has made it to, to, to building, to buying a plot of land, talk less of building, you will make it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why must we pursue wisdom? Why should we go after the knowledge of God? Why should we apply ourselves to that? When I was declaring the theme for the month, I read the passage. Let me quickly go back to it. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 13. Proverbs chapter 3. This is the reason why we must do the things that makes for wisdom. This is some of them. Number one, happy is the man who finds wisdom. You will be happy in life. <laughs> some people have sorrow written on them permanently. But the wisdom of God will unseat all of that sorrow and give you happiness. Praise the Lord. The proceeds of wisdom are better than the profits of silver which means there is no amount of physical work you will do. There is no amount of, 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 of work you will do that will bring you money that will be equal to or more than what wisdom will bring your way. So these are some of the reasons why we should go the way of wisdom. Verse 15 says, She's more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with wisdom. You have built houses, you have cars, you have this. Those people, there are some of them, by those very things, they, end, they cut short their lives. See some young taxi drivers, because somebody has given them taxi to drive, when it is 2 o'clock, they go and park by the roadside where they sell TZ, and then they sit down and they lose it and they put their key in their pocket. Mama, Fabra, Fabra, and Namno, me penihuni, ne katrema, ne ni, ne kotuje, fanini na guso. He thinks he's displaying. Affluence, <laughs> not knowing that he doesn't have a plot of land. Length of days are in her right hand, in her left hand, riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain wisdom. This is the reason why we must, we must pursue wisdom. Praise the Lord. And when you do that, you will find the heavens opening up for you. You'll find opportunities coming your way and you not missing them. The one we call luck, they are opportunities that come. And when you align yourself by preparation 
and you ride on the wings of such opportunities, people around may be saying, luck, luck, luck. It is not luck, it is preparation. Hallelujah. Amen. So all through this month, make sure that you are apt on the word of God. Make sure that you have understanding. Make sure that the path it defines for you, you walk in them. And in the end, you will laugh in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.